Hi there, my listeners. Welcome back to Heart to Heart with B. We are on segment three of My Favorite Rock. First off, I want to thank you for joining me again. I hope you liked the last segment entitled Smells Like Teen Spirit. That was actually one of my favorite ones because I exposed some people in my family. So this segment is called Dream On by Aerosmith. Amazing song. Um, I, I feel that this song actually brings out a little bit of who I am, especially when he starts screaming at the end, that frustration comes out and you know, at some point you just have to relax. So my listeners, I want you to follow me with what I do right now. Okay. It's, it's nothing crazy. It's something that you can play back and try yourself and, and see how it changes your life. Breathe in through your nose. Hold it. Exhale. That's what my therapist tells me to do. And it does nothing for me. Maybe because my mind is racing on to the next thing. All right. So dream on Aerosmith. I promised you, like I said, if you listen to my last podcast, I exposed family and I exposed myself gave you a bit of a teaser of this segment and I'm going to go ahead and tell you when I think of dream one I think of things that no one would believe I had a part of while I was a paralegal for some time I decided I didn't really decide I just wanted to make this dramatic but it's not um, I came across some local artists when I was living in Alabama and they needed someone to help them with the contract. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll look at it. I'll look at it. Local artists, you know, they sounded really good. You can hear them on a local radio station. Their music wasn't bad. It was actually quite clean. Not Will Smith or DJ, DJ Jazzy Jeff, the Fresh Prince clean, but just like, you know what? I'm not embarrassed to listen to this around my parents, although I probably would turn it down on some of the points. Um, so I decided to do that, and I'm glad I did because they actually asked me, hey, would you like to be our music publicist? If you know me, you did not know this. I was a music publicist for about three years while I was a paralegal. It was so fun, so exciting so rewarding and a complete waste of my time (laughs) I only say it was a waste of my time due to the fact that they weren't good at paying me but the life experience was amazing I had opportunities to where I was in the recording booth backup singing Um, first first they were smart let me just go ahead and throw it out there first they were smart if they needed people just like clapping in the background for like a, a part that sounds like a chorus, I was one of those people. And, and get this, for me, that was good enough because I didn't go to the studio to be recorded. I, I just went because, you know, showing support for the artists, finding out what the next show is, seeing how we can, you know, put the word out in the media and all that fun stuff. But they'd be like, hey, B. Oh, actually, I had a nickname. So many people don't even know this. But they call me Bunny Hop. Because funny. Okay, so anyway, they like B or hey, Bunny Hop, come over here. And I'm like, yeah, what do you need me to do? Just need you to stand back over way over there, way back over there, and start clapping. Like, that's it? Yeah, that's it. And But at some point, they got confident with me and they allowed me to do backup singing. That's amazing. 
amazing. Um, that's one of those moments in my life that I can safely say I made a difference in the music industry because guess what? I was there. It, it doesn't even matter if I didn't get to, you know, be a part of, of something bigger because these guys went on to do like great things. But I, I, oh, there was an incident at a, um, a juvenile concert that I was at and my artist was about to perform another local artist to perform and then I was waiting around for a while my artist finally got on stage they were going good everybody's waiting for juvenile and he was finally coming on stage but people were upset so they started throwing bottles and everything so they had to rush me out the door nobody picked me up like like uh, Kevin Costner did with Houston and bodyguard you remember you see that you see that on the cover of the movie how he's picking her up um, nobody picked me up but they helped usher me out and it just felt like like a whirlwind of things so we went out the back door and helping got into the vehicles it felt like the paparazzi were behind us and that was my celebrity moment but it really wasn't um, but I hold tight to that so um, I hope that you knowing that I'm a music publicist doesn't mean that if anyone has a CD, because people still have CDs, doesn't mean I can listen to it and send it off to anyone. I'm done with those days. They were crazy days, but they were fun days. So another thing about Dream on Aerosmith, getting back to that that moment earlier in this segment when I was talking about breathing, you know, through your nose and breathing out, and how my therapist says that it's really not working for for B, y'all. It it it's, it really doesn't work. So what I like to do, um, even though I, I don't go outside right now to like relax because it's so hot and the mosquitoes are like I don't know like they're planning some big concert or something out there I I mean I I admire them for never giving up but I I wish they would take their their fan club elsewhere Um, I like to look at the clouds yes I do unfortunately I'm one of those people who likes to look at the clouds while they're driving I like to be inspired on my way to work it it excites me it gives me that moment of uh, everything in this world is just part of this world those clouds are my piece of heaven to look at something for me to gaze on and say hey you know what B no matter what you're going through right now no matter how sad you are even how happy you are look at this look at those clouds look at the way they were designed for me for that moment that's my moment of dreaming on really makes me feel good it really does so one of the other things about me going back to dreams I have vivid dreams so there's there's things okay so let me let me back up let me back up some of my co-workers know this and ex-co-workers my kids definitely know this and I think everyone has accepted it is that when I come home from work and I'm not kidding you if it's still on I'm gonna watch it even if it's the last two minutes. If not, I'm going to get on the Apple line on my smart TV. I like to watch Arthur cartoons on PBS with Arthur and DW. Not ashamed of this whatsoever. And it relaxes me. Going back to dreams. I have a bad problem of maybe watching something I shouldn't have close to my bedtime. Um, right now, actually, I have it on The Wiz 
Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, a wonderful movie. But if I tend to watch something, let's just say, even, even if it's just an, an action movie, John Wick, even the first one, if I watch that before bed, I'm dreaming of that. And I don't like it because I have vivid dreams. People are chasing me. I'm falling out the bed. I'm jumping up. I'm ready to fight. Got my elbows out. You know, it's just like it's about to go on. And I have my glasses close to the bed. So what I try to do to eliminate eliminate those bad dreams, I try to watch a cartoon before bed. That's going back to the Arthur thing. So I will watch Arthur and D.W., you know, because they'll give me that laugh. I need it because I'm scared laying in bed. I'm like, oh, oh, that DW. Oh, Buster, the brain. I'll watch that kind of stuff. Um, I'll watch a good Disney cartoon. It's just, just something to take my mind away from, from, from something crazy I watched. Because I'm telling you, having dreams and waking up and remembering them, not just that day, but the next day and the next day, you know what I do? And I shouldn't do, but my mom does it to me and my sisters to me too. I tell other people those bad dreams. You know what? Because I got to get this bad stuff off of me. I got to share it with someone else. Lord, forgive me. I have to do that. But it's it's only it's only me being that caring and loving person because I like to share. I like to share a lot. I don't I don't like to share my my um, my donuts, but I like to share those bad dreams. Maybe somebody can interpret them for me. Be like, uh, hey, remember that dream you had when you were riding a bike and someone was chasing you and you turned around and you saw them right there on your shoulder all of a sudden and you went off a cliff and you blew up? Yeah, yeah, I remember that dream. Yeah, what does it mean? Oh, it just means, that you know, it was just a dream. Oh, it just means that, you know, you're just not going to, you're not going to get that job you wanted or, or you're not going to, um, have that meaning that you were dreading what the heck man hmm. I kind of like dreams for one reason it seems like it's a, a sneak peek into what's going on behind your head you know like really like behind your brain but still in your head because I'll dream about things that I didn't even know that was still in my mind like like um, me being upset that that guy cut me off and actually gave me the finger how you know how rude but you know what I'm almost at my destination I really don't care you know hopefully he'll get to where he's trying to go um safely and he'll just realize that he was wrong for what he did and I'll go about my day I'll watch Andy Griffith show eat some ice cream not black licorice ice cream I'll um you know probably walk outside and you know, here we come back in and eat a good dinner and laugh at some Dave Chappelle, talk to some of my good friends on the phone, and I'll go to bed. And I promise you, I will dream about that man who cut me off, gave me the bird, and didn't get away with it in my dream because I'm following him. I'm following him closely. I'm following him like he owes me money. Worse yet, I'm following him like he promised me money I didn't earn. And it's a lot. And I'm going to get him. And I'm going to take him down on the side of the interstate with witnesses. And he will never forget it. Hmm. I really got some issues to try to work through. So, 
if you have ever had a dream that really kind of shake, rattle, and roll your life for a moment or just for the night or for the rest of your life, drop me a line. I will set up a poll this time and actually with some questions so you can go ahead and respond to me. I do look at the responses. I want you to know I had a poll recently about seeing if I should talk about sports. I was really hoping I would get some no's. I really got pretty much all yeses. So that's to come later on in a couple weeks or so. And I promise you, you'll hate that you said yes, because it's not going to go well for you, the listener, because I'm going to be irritated that I have to do it. See, now I'm talking about this and I'll be going to bed soon. And now I'm going to dream about this, this sports episode that you all voted so highly for. Just, just disgusted. As I end this podcast for today, I want you to take the time to relax. Think about the last place you've been where you finally felt at peace. There was no arguing, no bills to pay. The kids were all happy. Animals fed. You don't have to take them to the vet. Paid vacation at work. Or better yet, you retired early because you hit the lottery. On that note, if you play the lottery in the numbers, let me know so we, I can go in with you. But I want you to think about these relaxing things and think about how you are the best person you can be for you. Not for anybody else. Don't daydream about being that person across the street. That person that you work with. Don't dream about being um, the the person your loved one had before that they talk so highly about. Dream about being you. Just about being the best you you can be. And I'm going to have to throw a line in after that from the great LeVar Burton on um, Reading Rainbow. But you don't have to take my word for it. Oh, before I end this, because I just thought about it, talking about him. I used to watch Reading Rainbow all the time because this is a dream too. I had I had a very major crush on him as I got older because I thought he was just like amazing. You know, he was excited to tell stories and uh, take us away with those stories. That was just very fun to me. But I wrote him as a, a young adult and he never wrote me back. I guess I need to dream on, huh? All right. Well, that is the end of this segment. Dream on. Errol Smith. Next segment will be entitled, it's one of my favorite groups, Can't Stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yummy. I love that song. That song is one of those that just I burn out so many times and my kids are sick of, but let's see what we can't stop on that segment. No, I'm not stopping. Let's see what we can tear up and then maybe try to stop. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. And like I said in the last podcast, be happy, stay safe, stay out of trouble, and don't call me to bail you out. If you think I'm playing, I will not bail you out. But you can't call me collect because somebody has to tell a story. 
and it may even be on this podcast one day. <laughs> Bye.